Hi, you're listening to Kate and Catherine. And we're going to show you how to find your Prince Charming so that you can finally live happily ever after <laughs> forever and ever. No. No. <laughs> no. We are definitely not going to do that. We are sick of that story and it's a lie. It is a lie. You're listening to The New Truth, a modern woman's guide to extraordinary love. We are going to show you how the fairy tale love story stops you from experiencing the love you truly desire. Listen to hear how to break free from sacrifice and struggle in relationship. And learn the new truth about love in a way that you've never heard it before. We're so happy you're here. Keep listening. Hello, beauty. Kate Harlow here. Before we get into this week's episode, how to not scare men away, um, I have an invitation to you that will help you really not scare men away by no longer operating from your patterns or your protective mechanisms when you're dating anymore. And the secret to this is knowing intimately what I call your saboteur. And I know you, for those of you who've been around a long time, you've heard me talk about the saboteur many times. Knowing your saboteur intimately will completely change how you do dating, how you do relationships so that you can be yourself when you're dating and use dating as an experience to expand you as opposed to an opportunity to reinforce all the shitty beliefs that you're holding against yourself. So I would love to invite you to the Expanded Love Masterclass. It is five days where we're going to get intimate with every single aspect of the saboteur. There's five archetypes. Every day I go live inside of a private Facebook community for an hour, sometimes even longer. And if you can't catch the live videos, you can watch the replays inside of our private Facebook group, but it's every single day for a whole week. You will get so much understanding of your saboteur, understanding of your patterns. So you can stop letting this part of you lead your dating life. The reality is the saboteur is keeping walls around your heart and not actually letting love in. The saboteur doesn't let you experience fully the depth of intimacy that you desire. It doesn't let you fully receive the high quality love that you desire. And so there's so many ways and sneaky, sneaky ways this part of you shows up and we're going to get intimate with her. And more importantly, you're going to learn all the ways to break free from your saboteur running your love life and your life. So join me November 21st through 25th. I will put the link at the, we'll put the link below this episode. And you can also always find me on the unscripted woman on Instagram with no E. You can look up Kate Harlow and you'll see me there um, and would love to have you participate. Even if you've done it before, there's always more to learn. There's always new elements that come through. So super excited. Have a great um, rest of your day and enjoy this episode 150. Much love. Hello, lovelies. Episode 150. 150 episodes, Kate Harlow. Oh, I didn't even think about that. <laughs> Thank you for being on this journey with us. We are so proud of this podcast and we freaking love hearing from you. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you for every message, for every phone call, every email, letting us know how much you love the podcast. And I'm pretty sure I'm going to do what I say every time for 150 episodes. <laughs> which is that I'm pumped up Super and excited. Pumped. I, I said pumped on my solo episode. I, I meant to do a shout out to you right after, but I channeled you instead. <laughs> this, this one though, feels like a huge, huge, huge topic because 
if we continue to dismantle all of the crap that we have been taught about romantic love and especially the messages that are shared with women, I would be a millionaire if I had a dollar for every time I heard a woman say, how do I not scare him away? How do I not scare him away? So in order to have this conversation, we have to first look at the fact that you're approaching dating like it's your freaking job to get a man to like you. If you're asking this question, how do I not scare him away? You are automatically not in your power. You've totally lost yourself. And now you're playing the game of how do I get a man's attention? Because that's my job somehow as a woman. So of course we had to play on the words of this episode that, right? To play, to play with your fear, to get you to click so that you can then be transformed in how you think about this. But if the second you ask, how do I not scare him away? You are no longer in your power. You're no longer at choice in dating. You are not dating to be chosen. You are not dating to have somebody love you. You are not dating so that you somehow will feel worthy one day when you get the guy. You are dating as a transformational experience to grow into the emotionally mature woman that you are and to have the experience of partnership, which is, again, partnership. There's two people that have to function as adults and emotionally mature adults and and in their highest, fullest self-expression in order to have the relationship that you each want. So the moment you're asking this question, you are not in your power. So we're going to unpack this today. Yes, I love it. So every time, I mean, ultimately, yeah, exactly. Ultimately, it's like how to not scare him away, how to not scare a man away. Wrong focus. Every time your question is about how do I impress him? How do I get him? How do I get him back? How do I get him to like me? How do I get his attention? How do I not scare him away? And of course, I love that we do that. We choose the titles that other dating coaches will be like, here's the five steps to do to not scare the guy away. And I say, scare him. Good. Like if you are being who you are and someone is intimidated by that, good. Because that's who you are. You know, it's one thing if it's your patterns that are scaring someone away. Okay, we can clean that up and look and see because we do. We self-sabotage. Like our protective mechanisms are, its job is there to protect us from love, which stops us from experiencing it. So yes, you will have all sorts of different um, patterns that are playing out that are stopping you from fully letting love in and that are maybe pushing people away instead of, instead of allowing yourself to keep moving towards it. Um, but when you're in your head thinking about what you can do for love to get this person to like you or to not frighten him or intimidate him or scare him, it's simply the wrong focus. Like if your attention is on the other person, it's the wrong focus, whether you're blaming them for your pain or you're giving them the credit for your turn on, it is about him. And then you're just like you said, disempowered right out of the gates. You're not connected to your truth and who you are. And when you experience love, I think of this, you know, in all relationships in my life, the people that love me, love all of me. They love like my emotionalness. When I was younger, I used to think I was too emotional and I was too sensitive because that's what I was taught as a little girl. And so I try and hide that part of me. Whereas now I just bring it fully to my friends, but in an empowered way, not in a rescue me way. 
And so it's like, how can you bring more of yourself to the table? When I first went on a date with Jeff, I remember talking about human design and astrology and I, at the end, he started to glaze over a little bit. And I was like, but it had been like a four hour date. And I remember at the end, I was beating myself up after thinking, oh my gosh, I shouldn't have talked about those things. I shouldn't have said anything about, it was too much. It was too much. And, but then when I checked in with myself, no, I'm just being me. That's who I am. I literally look up everyone's human design chart in the first 10 minutes of meeting them, even if they're a friend or like the guy that works at the coffee shop. And so that's me being who I am. So if you leave a date feeling like you need to change who you are so that this person likes you, it's not going to go well. I was thinking as you asked this question, like, how do I not scare him away? You not only are automatically disempowered, you're going to start hiding and suppressing parts of yourself. Exactly. Like inherent in that question is how do I not be too much? How do I, you know, suppress any of the things that are interesting to me? And you know, the be my be yourself stuff. Like I get that somehow sometimes I want to roll my eyes about that. Like just be yourself. Like, okay, you know, if it were that easy, we'd all be doing it. But I want to involve you with. Being yourself means sharing what you like, sharing what you don't like. Like, it, it doesn't have to be this, like, I'm my fullest self-expression on, on date one. But, you know, listen, we have an episode on, on second dates where I say how to get a second date is by actually owning the things that are important to you, right? Don't say if someone's like, oh, did you like that mo movie? And you're like, oh, I don't know. Like just own, I like that restaurant. I don't like that restaurant. I like that movie. I don't like that movie. These are my values. This is what's important to me. And what happens with the not scaring him away is usually women are saying they deny what they want, right? So the woman who's asking, how do I not scare him away? Maybe you're someone who wants a relationship and you tell yourself that you shouldn't be saying that on date one, right? Or you're someone who, you know, kids are really important and you think you shouldn't say that on date one. But I love that we have to also include the way your sabotage patterns show up because I just, I just still hate the scaring him away. <laughs> like, are, are there men that are going to be scared of an empowered woman? Yes. Are there men that are going to be scared of a woman who demands emotional availability and intimacy and com consistent communication? Yes. Are there going to be men who are scared of a woman who won't just take care of him and be his mother? Yes. There's lots so of those increases. There's lots, <laughs> there's, there's lots of those everywhere. I mean, I'm thinking like, so if you, if a man doesn't want you, it doesn't mean you've done anything wrong. And that's what I'm most fired up about around why this podcast matters so much to me and breaking free from the fairy tale is because inherent in fairy tale programming is that women are less than right? That there's shame that women are carrying, right? Shame about being single, shame about not having a relationship last forever, rah, rah, rah. like shame about, you know, having not had a lot of relationships. I have a lot of women come to me that are like, well, I've never had a long-term relationship. Okay. It doesn't mean anything about you. That's just your experience. And so if you're asking this question, start by saying to yourself, you know, the journaling is what, what have I been hiding? What have I been afraid to say and afraid to own about me? And do I actually know how to date? Because the you can swing from one side to the other, and this is what I'm seeing in the personal development community, 
is I go from being like suppressed to now thinking I can just dump my life like on a first date. Like if before you even talk to someone and know whether or not you even like who they are as a human being, and you're like, do you want to get married and have kids? Like that is kind of a problem. <laughs> like you, you don't even know if you're enjoying yourself with this person. Like you are allowed to have a vision, but a first date is being able to start with, do I even like who this person is in the world? Do I want to have spend any time with them? And you're not wasting your time if you go on three dates with someone before you know what their fucking long-term vision is. <laughs> like, that's not how I was dating. That's not how you went and went on a first date with Jeff. It wasn't like, what's your five-year plan? Guess what? That's not how to begin because now you're objectifying him. Now you're mm -hmm. looking for someone to fit the role of partner rather than show up as a partner already on a date right? Behave on the first date the way you want someone to behave with you five years in. Vulnerably, honestly, transparently, be relaxed, right? And the vulnerability of dating is to say, like if someone misinterprets, like I think you said this the other day or on an episode about um, you just revealing, Hey, I'm not sure I'm understanding what you said. You hurt my feelings. Right. And the guy was like, Oh, let me explain to you what I actually meant. People are so afraid of doing that, that that's yeah. why dating is crazy. Cause everyone's in their stories and in their, in their childhood wounding. And then they're wondering why this is so hard. So you will scare away the people who are wrong for you. And when you are scared to be yourself, you're going to scare everybody away because you're not being real. And then you're going to blame them for not showing up for you rather than you're not showing up for you. If you're not being authentic. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I was just thinking as you were talking about the communicating thing, like men in like dating men who English is their second language. I'm noticing my communication with them is like ama amazing because we have to slow down with communication. We have to check things mm -hmm. out all the time. And I think like how often we misinterpret text yes. messages when you speak the same language, but we don't check it out. We just make assumptions and make up stories and make up meaning, believe them, and then react from that place yeah. as opposed to checking it out. So I, I'm having this beautiful experience of like having to really check everything out first and realizing like, oh no, it was just like one thing was said, but it's, it's a miscommunication because English is my second language. And here's what I meant by that. And so English is really everyone's second language um, because nobody teaches us how to communicate in relationship. And that communication is the absolute key to a healthy relationship and to intimacy, like true intimacy is being able to communicate. And there's a difference between communicating and talking because I think like when I didn't have communication skills before I was really good at talking, but I wasn't actually present with what I was saying. And I wasn't actually present with the experience and I would just talk mm. at people and I would say everything to impress the guy to get him to like me. And I'd leave and be like, well, that was a good date because I, like, as if it was a show or a performance or something versus actually being in connection. Yeah. So, you know, I, I think of coming back to the title, how to not scare men away. It's, it is um, inherent in that title is control. I'm trying to control the situation as opposed to trusting, which we talk so much about, like you need to trust life. 
have a desire for a relationship before you get out there and date, put it on the shelf and give it to the universe, like universal shelf. I know I say this all the time, but like, let the universe take that desire. You don't have to hold on to it and control it. You don't have to contort yourself. You don't have to jump through hoops. You don't have to make him jump through hoops. All you need to do to be yourself coming back to that is to be present. That's how you learn how to be yourself. Be present to the experience, AKA feel your feet on the ground. Notice your breath. Notice your heart. Is it beating fast? Is it beating slow? Are you feeling something? Are you anxious? Are you excited? Maybe both. Are you, you know, and keep coming back to yourself and to your body in the experience and then to, to them and then asking questions and then being curious about who they are and then being, and also being curious about, but not with an agenda, because again, that's control. Right. So if you're communicating with an agenda, if you're the woman who's walking into the date and it's a job interview and trying to fill the role of your husband or your boyfriend, I mean, first of all, that's incredibly repulsive, but energetically, even if it's not that obvious, it's repulsive, but also it's not like you said, it's object. That's how women objectify men. Men objectify women by just wanting to have sex with them and their bodies and men objectify or, and women objectify men by trying to find fit a role in their script. And the reality is it, it, that's not going to satiate you long-term. You're not going to feel satiated by just a man that you fit into a role in your script of your story of your life. What's going to satiate you is learning how to be present in your body and how to actually be in the experience and notice what you feel and notice where you feel uncomfortable and be vulnerable. And vulnerability doesn't look like what you said, dumping your childhood life story on a guy on his first date. That's not vulnerability. It might be vulnerable at one point if someone asks you a question that leads to a vulnerable story of, from the past. Yeah, sure. That can feel vulnerable. Vulnerability is a feeling. It's a feeling where like, oh, this, this sharing what's this truth right now is really uncomfortable in this moment. So if you're uncomfortable, like for example, I'm dating someone right now. And on our first date, I was really nervous because we had these great conversations virtually and I was nervous to meet him in person. And when he got there, that's the first thing I shared. I hugged him and said, so nice to meet you. I'm really nervous. <laughs> and he said, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you said that. Me too. I'm so nervous. And then that we got that out of the way. Mm-hmm. And it dropped us right into connection. That's vulnerability. It's as ising what you're actually feeling. And that will allow you to be yourself. So being yourself doesn't look like, who am I? And how can I like prove to him that I'm a really great woman? Like this is who I am. And you're telling someone who you are versus being in an experience. Now you're showing someone who you are. And it's also going to create space for them to show you who they are. Boom. So many good things. Oh my God. I love the difference between talking and communicating because that now we're in like intimacy skills. And I think I would just end with you stop being worried about scaring people away when you don't care if you do. Yes. Like, like that's, that's the 
transformational work with dating, right? So long as you date from thinking that it's your job to be chosen, picked for the dodgeball team, get his attention or have someone prove that you are worthy, dating is going to be miserable. If you date from, I am enough, I am worthy, I have something to offer and I'm learning relationship skills because dating is my prep for a partnership. How I behave dating is going to be how I behave in relationship. Then it's a whole different experience. And there's a difference between I'm not afraid to scare people away. And then, wow, am I having the same experience over and over and over and over again? Like the the vulnerability of dating and why I love, you know, working with people around this is because dating is real-time feedback, right? Like we live in a culture where we don't get a lot of feedback. Like this is the actual gift of coaching. And I'm sure you would agree with this. You have a coach to have someone give you feedback, right? To see the things that you can't see on your own, right? To have reflected back to you the patterns that maybe you're deep in. So like your eyes are closed around them, but we can see because we're on the outside, right? We can see objectively. So there's a difference between I'm experiencing the exact same thing over and over and over and over again in dating. I can't get a second date or wow, I, every once in a while I'm, I'm, I'm meeting great people. And then when I share what's most important to me, right. They end up not following through. That's different, right? Because then you go to bed saying, wow, I was all that I am. Right. And I have no regrets. And that's what I want for all women. Right. Like even when I think of the, like, should I stay or should I go? Right. You can't even ask that question about a partnership until you know that you're being all of who you are in the partnership. Lots of women ask that, but then they're like hiding all these things in the, in the closet and then wondering why they, well, maybe I think I want to leave the relationship as if that'll be the answer. Right. Mm -hmm. Or maybe I want to stop dating so that I don't be, I'm not triggered all the time rather than, wow, I'm triggered all the fucking time by dating. Maybe I should do some work on that. (laughs) Maybe I should hire a dating coach. So that that's what I like, again, the difference between I'm no longer going to be afraid of scaring people away. I'm going to be afraid of not being myself. I'm going to be afraid of going my whole life, hiding who I am or suppressing who I am or not going after what I want because I'm afraid that that's it. That's the magic and how all of this will be different. Yes. And exactly what you just said, afraid, like if, if fear is determining your decisions, how do I not scare men away? That means you're making a decision that's rooted in fear. And if you're making decisions rooted in fear, it's not going to ever go well. It's going to keep perpetuating anxiety because fear is leading your life. So let go of the outcome, trust the process, trust that exactly what you said. Dating is a transformational experience. And I love what you said about is training you for a relationship because you get to learn about yourself when you're dating. You get to learn about your patterns. If you're triggered are activated in a painful way, it's an opportunity for you to go in and under and get to know like, wait, what's coming up in me? Oh, that belief I have that's not good enough just got activated by this guy's behavior. So part of me is wanting to like get smaller. So he likes me. 
wait, do I actually want to be smaller? Fuck no. For anybody? No, I hope not. <laughs> if you do come work with Catherine or I, because it is like you are me meant to be all of who you are and you're so much more than you could ever know. There's so much inside of you for all of you women who have a hard time finding your voice, speaking your truth, um, or those of you women who ha speak your truth, but your, your heart is shut down and you don't feel a lot of love and softness and tenderness or what anything in between like you all of those qualities are inside of you everything you desire in partnership are inside of you so keep cultivating like what do i desire to feel in relationship put your attention there cultivate those feelings in your life so that you feel filled up when you're going on dates you're not needing that person to rescue you or save you or fill you up and then it gets to be this beautiful extra, you know, overflow of love in your life. Cause your life is already packed full of love. Um, and join me in my masterclass. That's actually something that will support you with this episode. So I have a masterclass. I talked about it last week. Um, it's a five day, completely free expanded love masterclass, uh, sep September, November 21st to 25th, every single day for uh, a week, I go live inside of a private Facebook community, teaching the five saboteur archetypes in depth. It's different every time. If you've done it before, join me again. If you haven't done it yet, you have to join. It's amazing dating and knowing your saboteur because when you know your protective patterns, you have choice. You now can choose to not let the patterns lead. You can choose to come from a different place within yourself. And in the masterclass, I'm going to be showing you how to break free from them as well. So join me in the masterclass. We'll put the link below this by or below in the bio below. Um, but yes, do you have anything else you want to end with? No, no, no. Yes. I, I said my piece. Yes. Mom brain is really interesting. It's really uh, fascinating. Like I am complete, um, like but this is it. It's, I mean, it's potent. It's laser. Like this is like, you cannot scare, you cannot scare an aligned person away. You get, even if you fuck up, even if your saboteur takes over, like if someone leaves your life because you're showing up in a certain way, like, because yeah. you, even if like, let's say jealousy took over and then that person leaves, they're not your person. Like you get to be gentle and compassionate with yourself and love yourself through the journey of learning how to date from a different place within yourself and the right people, including friends will grow with you and evolve with you and the wrong ones will fall away. So you can't fuck it up. You, you're amazing. We love you as we always share you. this episode with your friends, any, any sisters, you know, who need this mess, who need this message and we will see you next week. Hi, it's Kate. Thanks so much for listening to the new truth podcast. For more of Catherine and I, come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group. We are in there. That's where we're sharing all about our programs and our free workshops that we do. Um, you can come join us there and ask as many questions as you want about the podcast episodes, about dating, relationships, any struggles you're having out there. We would love to support you. So come hang out with us in the New Truth Movement Facebook group and we will see you soon.